Look! Uh, up in the sky! What? What is that? Looks like a giant starfish. That's kind of weird, isn't it? A giant starfish with an eye in the middle of it? Where the hell did it come from? I am Moji. I come from the depths of space. And I bring you a dire warning of Earth's impending destruction. VHS Box Theater presents Warning from Space, Part 1 of 3. Repeat, all non-essential citizens, please evacuate the city in a calm and organized fashion. Please proceed to your nearest bus stops and you will be taken to safer areas outside city limits. Come on! Carville! Carville, come on! We gotta go! Where are we supposed to go if the world's gonna be destroyed? Figure that out later, okay? We gotta go, right now. What, at least we gotta get out of the city. Okay, that's all this bus can hold. You all are gonna have to wait for the next bus. Should be along soon. Yes, walking's an option. Quite a few people are already doing that. And you can bet the richest people are the ones to get to evac in style. Or maybe wait it out in a bunker somewhere. Not that it'll help with the planet that explodes. Well, to be fair, if the world's really coming to an end, anyone in a bunker is just as doomed as the rest of them. Attention, people of Earth. What? Your time is not yet up. Oh, where, where's that voice coming from? Do not listen to Moji. He is only here to bring lies and ruin. He will only Was that... Did that just come out of the starfish's eye? Yeah. And it frickin' wrecked the radio station. That must have been where that lady's voice was coming from. So then, who was that lady? Nuts! We've got a bus to catch, and you're over there sifting through rubble? What are you going to find anyway? Everybody's been evacuated. That we know of, but we both heard that woman's voice. She stopped broadcasting as soon as this building was hit. Maybe she's in here somewhere. <laughs> Fine. Suit yourself. Uh, the next bus is pulling up, and I'm going to be on it. Have a good life, however short it might be. Do not be afraid. Yeah! I am Gia. You're a woman, but you've got robot parts. I am a machine life form, but not from this planet. I would be pleased to explain more, but first I must get to another place that broadcasts current events. Like a news station? Quite. This one has been damaged beyond repair. I am in need of repair myself. All right then, I know just the place. With any luck, they haven't shut down operations yet. And as we continue our coverage of the crisis in the sky, we have a breaking development. I'm Arlene Harper. 
In a WFSP exclusive, we have in our studio an extraordinary being who claims she is a machine from outer space. Now, you said your name is Gia? Yes, that is correct. My kind is called the Machinra. I am a representative of all the worlds of innocent people who have been victimized by Moji's people, the Shinko. And Moji is the starfish being? If that is how you would describe Moji and the rest of his kind, then yes. The Shimko are a race of conquerors who move from planet to planet, destroy any opposition they encounter, strip those planets of their natural resources, and destroy those planets when they are finished. It is a process they have carried out on hundreds of worlds so far. So what can we do to combat this- wait. I'm being informed that the starfish being Moji has vanished from the sky. This is an unexpected development. Gia, could this be a sign that Moji has broken off his attack on Earth? No. I am afraid that in my experience, it is not that simple. We will see him again. You must not heed the words of Chia and the Mashinra. They are the real threat. I represent the Shimko, and we come in peace. A bold claim from the alien life form was hung over the sky like a great harbinger, forcing the evacuation of millions of people. Now, he, or it, has made an appearance at the WKCO station in order to make a counter-accusation. Now, Moji, could you be more specific on how the Mashinra are a threat? I would be happy to, Dan Corman. You see... The Machinra are a race of beings who have augmented their biological bodies with machinery to such an extent that they can assume any appearance that will achieve their goals. Are you saying Gia doesn't really look like she does on camera? I am afraid not. Her current guise is a photogenic one that will allow her to be viewed the most favorably by the media. Well, you have to admit, the lady's done her homework. You said it, Dan Corman. Martin Carville. I would like you to contact that current events station. We must urge its staff and audience not to listen to Moji. I suppose I could try, but I don't know if they'd listen to me. I don't even work at this station, let alone WKCO. Yeah, give me the phone. I own this station, so Dawson's going to have to talk to me. Maybe he'll get through that thick head of his. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. Bombus, why is Thompson manning the phones and not you? Uh, uh, sir. Uh, Moji drafted me as his personal assistant, sir. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm, Isn't that some kind of a conflict of interest, considering who your dad is? Well, uh, it didn't exactly come up. It just kind of happened. My father... Oh, yeah, save it. I've got things to take care of. Mr. Dawson! Mr. Dawson, you've got a call from line one from Mr. McMurray. From, from... WFPS, yeah, I figured you'd call. Thanks. I'll pick it up here. Bombus, you still standing here? Don't you have a man-sized starfish to look after? I um well. Well, save it, save it. Don't don't care. WKCO News. <laughs> Long time no see, McMurray. Still sore about the last time we. The way I'm hearing it, Mick, 
That metal lady you're hosting is the world-conquering one in this situation. Really? You say that after he destroyed a radio station? And the only one damaged was your machine lady. But you know what? I'm not going to spend time arguing about this. It's my station. You want to figure out who's right? Then let's make this interesting. What are you talking about? A live debate. Tomorrow night. Both our stations. We can simulcast it on radio, too. Make sure it can be seen and heard by as many people as possible. Even people on buses fleeing for their lives? If the buses have radio, sure. Come on, don't you want to get to the bottom of this? Don't you want to have your cameras on it when it happens? I know I do. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some calls to make. Heather, you're still here? Looks like you got something to say to me. Sir, I think that... Ah, well, save it, save it. I, I've got some calls to make. I think, sir, that this is getting out of hand, especially since we're looking at a possible end of the world. Hey, Heather, the uh, Moji guy says he needs you? <sighs> Coming! You've been listening to Warning from Space, Part 1 of 3, a VHS box theater production written by David Ellis, produced by Chris Honeywell, and performed by the Akadeka Ganagan Theater Works. Chris Tyler was Moji. Sarah Palmero was Gia. Eugene R. Hendricks was Martin Carville. Vanessa Van Zare was Heather Bombas. Nicole Tomty was Arlene Harper. David Ellis was Dan Corman. Thomas DJ was Dawson. Lech Zorn was McMurray. Claire Void was Bystander 1, Sarah Joy Sai was Bystander 2, Chris Honeywell was Bystander 3, Des Reddick was Volunteer Bus Driver, and David Ellis was Thompson. Please visit the 8TW at 8TW.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night.